nothing, 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 nothing. I checked like over a dozen stores in Philadelphia and there's none of them. None of them have it until I went to Target. And Target only had... Hey, welcome to the show. We're two brothers. Talk about candy. I'm Lyndon. And I'm Layton. And this is Hard Crack. So what's new with you besides the, besides the phone crap? <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> bunch of phone crap. But it's sorted now, so. So did she get a new one from Grandma then? Uh, she's got an iPhone 12 coming from Grandma. Okay. Should be here uh, tomorrow or Thursday. While she waits for the 13. And then she'll wait for her 13 to show up. Gotcha. Nice. Okay, cool. Once we get the 12, it'll get sorted and we'll be good to go until the 13 shows up sometime in December. Yeah. The new 13. Yeah. Yeah, that's easier than you trying to get. So you're in Pennsylvania? Yep, back in Philadelphia. I've been here for like almost two weeks now. There you go. It's like I'm in like a weird like... I need to rearrange my room because I don't have a desk right now. I just have a folding table. It takes up too much space for my piano to go in my room. So I need to get a desk that can go between my my bed behind me and the wall in front of me. Yeah. And so then I can put my piano where, kind of where my table is. So I need to figure that out. And what I'm thinking I'm going to do is I think I'm going to figure out exactly what I want, order it all in New Hampshire tax-free, and bring it back after Thanksgiving. There you go. Like, Because I, I could just order it here, but I was like, I'm going to New Hampshire in like a week and a half. You thinking Ikea? That's what I'm thinking because they have a desk that's like the right size that I can kind of piece together because I kind of want to put like bookshelves or at least some sort of shelves on the legs just because I have limited space. I really like my new desk setup. It's Ikea. How deep is your desk is my question. Uh, two feet. Two feet. Okay. Because that's one of the things I was like, I'm trying to figure out. They have a bunch of different options and I'm just trying to figure out like what's too long because it's basically going to go up against my bed. Yeah. And then I got the five drawer Alex's as the legs. Yeah, okay. So you have the drawers as legs. What I was thinking of doing is maybe doing like a combination of like, this isn't technically the legs of a desk, just getting the desk table, the top, and then like two of their smaller bookshelves and just like making a desk out of it. Yeah. That would work. This is all just so I can accommodate my piano in my room. There you go. But I was just going to buy it all in New Hampshire or have it shipped in New Hampshire because it's tax-free and just bring it back when I come back down. That'll work. So I'm kind of like in this weird, like my room is a complete disaster because I'm not like, I'm not changing anything right now. So speaking of Philadelphia, how's the uh, Toblerone situation down there? Yeah. So this episode is Toblerone. Why don't we just like start that? Yeah. Because there's a story involved. So, which episode is this? Episode 23. Welcome to the right, 23rd so, episode of The Hard Crack, where we talk about Toblerone, and it's going to start off with a story. The story. Okay, so we mentioned that we're doing Toblerone, and we've known for, like, I've, we've, we planned this out months ago at this point, that, okay, second episode in November is going to be Toblerone. What I did not count on, it's a global supply chain shortage. Yeah. And Toblerone is owned by Mondelez International. And they literally, at the beginning of October, and I, I didn't even think to look at this, sent a grocery like, update, or I don't know what they call it. It's basically like a memo saying, hey, here's our supply things, blah, 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 blah. And there's three things that they said 
in this, well, uh, three things in addition to a bunch of other stuff, but three things like candy related that are like, we might have supply issues with this until like February or March of 2022. Sour Patch Kids, Swedish Fish, and Toblerone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I went to four different CVSs, nothing. I went to three different grocery stores, nothing. I went to a Rite Aid. They had one which is like the salted caramel one, which I was like, okay, cool. I didn't buy that because that's not what we're doing. And then I also went into some other random, just like a 7-Eleven, random like shops, like kind of near Drexel and Penn, like just like random food places. Nothing, 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 nothing. I checked like over a dozen stores in Philadelphia and there's none of them. None of them have it until I went to Target. And Target only had... The, the giant one? <laughs> yeah, this is the only one they have. This thing is like $9. <laughs> but it's the only stinking Toblerone they have. So that's my... I walked 14 miles today. Looking for a Toblerone. I would say probably about six of that is looking for Toblerone. Nice. I just went... Because I, like, I was like, I'm not going to take the subway... I'm just going to walk from like store to store to store. And I hit like every store I could find, like just walking. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to, I had like a route. And the last place I went was Target. There was another right aid I was going to go after if Target didn't have it. And after that, I was going to be like, I don't know where else to go. Well, you did find one. Yeah, it's just You did huge. better than me. <laughs> you didn't I find have, one? I have a crunchy salted almond Toblerone. Was that the one I sent you? Yeah, That's the same? Okay. Light blue. It's the only Light one blue. I could yeah, find. Yeah, yeah. I went to two Kroger's, Murphy's, Quick Trip, CVS, Dollar Tree. Did you check Target? I didn't check Target. <laughs> there was no Target on my route, but I probably hit up every store I could think of. Two Walmarts, two Kroger's. I didn't go to Publix, but their website said they didn't have any. Yeah. Uh, CVS had a slot, but they were empty. Kroger had a slot, but they were empty. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is like I found quite a few at like CVS that were just like we don't have any we're not there like you can find it on the shelf and it says Toblerone it's not there yeah and I I expected to find a lot in the seasonals because Christmas stuff starting to come out so I figured it's a great stocking stuffer mm-hmm. so I have the crunchy salted almond yeah I'm not upset about this because I've had Toblerone. Yeah, and that's why I was like, if I didn't find one at Target, and then I didn't find one like at the Rite Aid that I was going to go to, I was actually like going to go back to the other Rite Aid, which is like right near my apartment, and buy that crunchy one because I doubt it was going to disappear. Yep. Well, there was a whole box of these. Yeah, that was like I sent you that snap. It was the it was just one lonely one by itself. <laughs> yep. So uh, for the Instagram, uh, just keep your eye out. I don't know what it's going to end up being. Whatever we can find. It might be one of these. It might be a big one if I go to Target yeah. uh, tomorrow after at work and stuff. But Yeah. How big is that one? Because yours is like the normal. Mine's the normal size Toblerone, which is bigger than I remember, but it is normal size. Mm-hmm. It's a 3.52 yeah. ounces, 100 grams. Yeah. This is 360. Yeah. This thing is huge. It's, it's not the biggest, but it is one of the biggest. Well, we might as well just get into Toblerone then. Yeah. Uh, after uh, that, that, after ventures aside. Aside from the supply chain issue. Yeah, or just to warn people, it's like, yeah, you're, if you want to try the candy along with us, 
good luck with Toblerone because I don't think you're going to find any. If you do find any. Hoard it and sell it. Hit us up. Tell us where the location's at. Maybe we can find like a weird random store that has stock holds of them. You can buy it. You can buy it on Amazon in like groups for not outrageous prices. Okay. Okay. Like you, you can buy like a pack of like a dozen of them or something like or eight of them for like $15 or something like that, which I should have just done because this thing was stinking $9. 24 pack for 30. I think I found one that was smaller than that. It was like for 15 or something like that. Yeah. Six pack for 14. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. So if you really like Toblerone, <laughs> you need your fix. Amazon might be the best bet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So Toblerone on, uh, on Amazon might be your best bet. They do have Toblerone tinies. One pack. How much are they charging for that? $3.39, and it's like a bag that has looks like maybe two triangles. Yeah, so why don't we talk about that? Yeah, the Toblerone candy bar. Yeah, so for people who are not familiar with Toblerone, it is very distinct shape. It's a triangle. Yeah, it's a triangle. And the candy itself, or the chocolate bar itself, is in little peaks. Yeah, so uh, the... The bar is separated into triangle peaks that are all uh, connected at the base. So it kind of looks like a sawtooth. Yeah. So you kind of break one off and eat it. Or in my case, break one off and... Break it up. That's the only thing you... You eat that for the day and that's the only (laughs) thing you get. Well, it actually straight up says serving size. 11 servings per container. Serving size is one piece. (laughs) Uh, This says four pieces and there's 12 in a container. Yeah. Well, let's get into some history on it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, Theodore Tobler created Toblerone. In 1908. It was him mm-hmm. and uh, Emil ba- Bauman. Emil, I think is how that's pronounced. Emil. And basically just wanted to make some chocolate and wanted to be unique. So yeah, went with a very, very unique style of packaging. But also kind of a unique combination too. Yeah. At the time. And, and kind of is still to this day a unique. Yeah. Not many. Well, okay. So like the main things in... Toblerone are milk chocolate. Swiss milk chocolate. Particularly Swiss style of milk chocolate because that is different than other people's. Um, you'd probably know better than me about why. But um, And the other two things that are prominently featured in it are honey and almond nougat. Yeah. First interesting fact, you said we'd go into some. Yep. If you look on the package, it says Swiss milk chocolate and honey and almond nougat. Yep. The honey and almond nougat is the flavor of the nougat, uh, but it is not almond flavored. They make the nougat, which is uh, sugar, honey, egg whites. Yep. And then they mix in whole almonds into the nougat. Mm-hmm. And then they break those up and put those pieces into the Toblerone. So it's not almond flavored nougat. It's honey nougat. With chunks of almond in the nougat. Yeah. So like if you look at the ingredients on the back, it says milk chocolate. And then in parentheses, it specifies what's in containing that. So it'd be sugar, milk, cocoa butter, chocolate, milk, fat, soy, lecithin, artificial flavor, etc. Then it says sugar, honey, almonds, invert sugar, and egg whites. So the, the main sugar is for the chocolate. The invert sugar is more like powdered sugar, which is used for the nougat. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a little finer. Yep. And you asked earlier what makes Swiss chocolate different. Um, They process their beans differently. 
Okay. So a lot of chocolate companies use just the nibs. Swiss chocolate uses the whole bean. Okay. And another big thing is they use uh, powdered milk because it doesn't add moisture content to the chocolate. Yeah. And I think, is that part of what makes it taste so smooth? Yes. Well, that and the conching process, which is the mixing process. Yep, yep. But, um, That's the part I knew about is the mixing process is different. Yeah, they use powdered milk because it doesn't have moisture content, so they can control the consistency a lot more reliably. Yeah, that's the thing about Swiss chocolate. Chocolate making is a chemistry and very precise but Swiss chocolate, they take it to the nth degree where they're like, we want to control every single tiny piece of it we can. Yeah. And a big part of that is how much liquid is actually in this. So Toblerone, the company, actually owns 14,000 cows, and they provide only milk for Toblerone. Mm-hmm. That is it. That is their sole purpose. Yep. So all the milk those cows produce goes straight into Toblerone. So we mentioned that the fact that nougat is a big part of it. Yep. That's actually kind of where the name comes from. Yes. So Toblerone, we have Tobler, the creator, in 1908. And then you have the Italian word for nougat, Mm -hmm. which is Torone. Torone. And that's where the R-O-N-E comes, basically takes the R from the R-O-N-E at the end of that. With his name Tobler, put it together, Toblerone. And it, it makes sense because Switzerland is, shares the Alps with Italy and it's probably an Italian style of nougat that he was already trying to incorporate and stuff like that. So it, it really works. Yeah. And then uh, the logo on the front is the Matterhorn. Yes. A lot of people say that the Matterhorn is actually the inspiration for the shape. Not likely. But there are stories from... Um, Tobler's son that says it was inspired by a ballet. Yeah, and like they were forming kind of like triangles and stuff like that. But it is the Matterhorn in the Swiss Alps. It's a very distinct mountain. It's actually my favorite mountain visually. Yeah, it's just a really, really sharp peaked mountain. And this is one of the attributes I mentioned comes in as well as that logo. Yes, the Matterhorn logo of the Toblerone. Yes, because if you look at it, and I can't unsee it now ever since I've known about it, there is a bear in it. Like a rearing bear. Yeah, it's like rearing. If you look at the negative white space in the image of the Matterhorn, that is the Toberone logo, there's a bear in it. Were you able to find anything on that? On what? On whether or not there's symbolism in the bear. For Toblerone? Yeah. I mean, there's one obvious reason. Okay. So Tobler started Toblerone in Bern, Switzerland. Right. Bern's coat of arms. And the symbol of the city is a rearing bear. There you go. Interesting enough, all Toblerones are made in one factory. Yep. In Bern. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very rare these days to find a product that is made in one place. Usually it's split up over multiple factories in different locations for supply reasons. Yeah, and that's interesting because it, it's not always been that way. Nope. Either, because it was made in various places for a while, and there was another company, but they were basically making Toblerone on contract, and that company also made their own, like, triangle-pointed candy bar, too. (laughs) Yep. That's still around. And there is another company in Switzerland called Chocolat Frey AG, which makes triangular-shaped chocolates as well. But they're, they're basically 
copying Toblerone. Yeah, they were the first. There's not a ton that are made. It was made in Croatia, the same company that makes Colombo. Yes. Spelled with a K, and they're in Zagreb. And during the 70s and 80s, they were also producing Toblerone under license. Toblerone does have some pretty strong ties to just the world in general. For instance, uh, in Switzerland on the borders, you can find big triangles of concrete. little tangent okay. here because it fits. And it, and it fits. Other than like chocolate and expensive and gorgeous views, what is Switzerland really known for internationally? Banking. Okay, besides that. Uh, peace. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's neutrality, neutrality specifically. Yeah, it's neutral ground. And one of the other things, and a lot of like Second Amendment nuts like to talk about this, but you're issued like a firearm like as an adult. As a citizen? Yeah, because defensive-mindedness is like part of Swiss culture. Yeah. To the point where they build like defenses into everything. Like... There are bridges where they're just like, here, when we built this bridge, we installed like explosives in the support so we can blow this bridge up at any given time. <laughs> and like, and then there's like, there's these anti-aircraft emplacements in the mountains that look like houses, but they're actually just giant gun batteries and stuff like that. And what London is talking about are these giant concrete, basically pyramids in the forests are on the borders of Switzerland that are anti-tank mechanisms. Like it's hard to remove them. You just can't drive over them. And people call the them the Rhone line after Toblerone. Yep. Cause it's just a big line of triangles. So it's the Toblerone line. Why not call it that? Yeah. And there's other things that have adopted that name too. Like there's a, some housing in like a university in England where they call them the Toblerones because it's like a dormitory that has like some triangular shapes to them. So they call them the Toblerones and stuff like that. Yeah. Another interesting fact, Willy Wonka, the old movie, not Charlie and the Chalk Factory. Willy Wonka, the opening scene was filmed in the, the Toblerone factory. Yeah. So the inter interior is the title sequence for the um, Willy Wonka with, with Gene Wilder and all that. Pretty interesting. Uh, one last thing, you already touched on it a little bit, but I'd like to touch on it. Toblerone is owned by Modelez International. Yeah, Mondelez International owns it. Uh, for those that don't know, Mondelez is Kraft. Yep, or it used to be the candy division of Kraft, the snacks, well, the snacks division of Kraft, let me put it that way. From a technical standpoint, Kraft Foods acquired a bunch of different stuff and eventually ultimately ended up acquiring Toblerone through a bunch of other companies. Yeah, well, Toblerone in its history um, merged with a company that made Milka, if you've ever had that. Yep, you did, because when we did the Buford Highway, you bought one. I bought, yep, and it's a really good Swiss chocolate, and they merged together, and eventually Kraft Foods acquired them along the way. Yep. At some point, Kraft decided to split up their grocery, which would be like Kraft Macaroni and other things like that. Mm-hmm. And their snack foods. So they actually renamed the company and then started a new company called Kraft Foods. So technically, this company that owns Toblerone is the original Kraft company. Yeah. So they basically, they, they were Kraft Foods Incorporated for a while. And then they split off all of its snack food businesses. So that includes like Nabisco and all of them. Uh, it includes a lot. Ritz, Chips Ahoy, Belvita, Triscuit, 
Oh, it's a ton. It's a ton. Half yeah. of what you just said yeah. is Nabisco, but it's also got like Cadbury in there. Oh, Milka, like I said, like a bunch of other things like that. Um, the green and blacks, some of the more obscure ones, and then gums, Trident, Dentine, Chiclets, Stride. <laughs> tang like they spun all the snack food stuff off into mandalay which is like a weird made-up word that is supposed to mean like world delicious or something stupid and they did that in um 2012 and then they created the craft food group which was their like grocery side which is like you were saying like the craft macaroni and but that's the new company Technically, this one is the original company. And then Kraft Foods Groups merged with Heinz because capitalism is stupid. <laughs> Mondelay? <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, the uh, that wouldn't be approved. That merger would probably be like nixed. Yeah. Well, Hershey said no. Yeah. Well, even if Hershey did say yes, uh, regulars would probably be like, uh-uh. Yeah, $23 billion. And then it's like, yeah, we'll pass. Yeah, no, I'm, but even if it was approved, <laughs> I'm pretty sure regulars would be like, uh-uh, that's not flying. Yeah. There's too much there. <laughs> they're going to be a big, huge company owning all the chocolates. Yeah, like they're not already a giant company anyway. They'd have to fight against uh, Ferrera. They, they're a pretty big chocolate company now. Yeah, but so. there's only like three companies. Right? There really should be hundreds, but yeah. capitalism is dumb. <laughs> Why compete when you can just buy your competitor? Yeah, right? That's not a monopoly. We're letting them compete. We're just willing to give them a ton of money instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, we could take a break and uh, jump into some Toblerone chocolate. We're back with this giant stinking... <laughs> I don't know how long this will last me. Uh they're huge. Like I said, this thing is 12 and a half ounces. I can't remember the last time I had a Toblerone, uh, but I can almost guarantee it was a stocking stuffer. I would be inclined to agree. I don't know the last time I ate one is either. Yeah. But I know it wasn't this stinking pig the last time I did. I think I have had one this size, but I didn't eat the whole thing by myself. Here's my question. Okay. Uh, do you have a particular way you eat your Toblerone? I actually just break them off and melt them in my mouth. I do not bite them. Yep. I break off a triangle, melt it in my mouth until the nougat and the almond pieces are left behind. Mm-hmm. And then I have a tendency to take the nougat. Turn it into a ball. And like just, yeah, knead it with my front teeth. That's basically kind of how I do it. I don't know what I'm going to do with this because this, as you can see. You might have to bite that one. <laughs> might have to bite this one. And then resort to the original process. <laughs> yeah. Same thing, smaller portion. But yeah. What I do look, okay, so what, what I do like about this, since we always talk about all kinds of different aspects, is the packaging of this is really cool. So the bar itself is wrapped in foil. Yep. It's inside a cardboard box that has like a end that pops open. Yeah, it's got one of those tear-away, like, pull tabs. Which is really convenient for me because, as I said, this thing is huge. So it's like it's designed so you can eat it in pieces if you would like. And store it back in the cardboard. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, a, like, a Hershey's bar, once it's open, it's just kind of opening in the foil. Mm -hmm. uh, if you only want one piece of a Hershey's bar, 
or a traditional chocolate bar. You have to like break off the end and then snap it into a smaller piece. And it's like, what do you do with a couple extra pieces left over? Cause you just took off a corner. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, it's nice. Cause you can take off one triangle, stuff it back in the box. And the box conveniently, when you take off the last piece, the rest of the chocolate bar fits completely inside. Fits right in. Yeah. So if you open, you just take off one piece, the rest of it will fit completely inside yeah. the box. And then from there, obviously, it shrinks down. But it's a very convenient uh, container for people that might indulge in chocolate but don't want to eat a lot of chocolate. They could they could grab a piece, mm -hmm. stuff it all back in the box. It's stored nicely. It's got a nice foil. Yep. You can wrap it back around the end, similar to the Mento style of consumption we talked about. Mm -hmm. Where you can close it off. But yeah, let it melt and then chew up the little pieces of nougat and almond. My favorite part is the nougat by far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, really good. I mean, the chocolate is good, but the nougat is like... And part of what I think I like about it is so there's a lot of other candy bars out there that have nougat. It's a very common feature, but most of them is like... So we've talked about this before is whether or not a um, chocolate is a candy. Yeah, this is a debate of sorts. And I think the last time we talked about it, this is where I, I I'm, if I'm consistent, we'll see where I stood on it is that just a chocolate bar is not. Nope. I don't think that's a candy. It's its own thing. It's just it's like you can get that a ton of different ways. Is a Hershey's Kiss actually different than a Hershey's chocolate bar? I don't think so. It's just the packaging. It's like a one convenient bite-sized thing of chocolate. Same thing with like Dove. Yeah, it's a little square or you can get a bar. It's the same stinking thing though. Yep. Whereas I would consider a candy bar candy. And this is what we talked about. It's not just chocolate with stuff in it. Right. Which is technically what Toblerone is. Right. Toblerone, in my opinion, is technically not a candy. Toblerone is a yeah. chocolate bar. Yep. The way I see it is it has to do with uh, ingredient ratios. Well, I was going to say ingredient ratios, but I also was going to say candy bars are often made in layers. Yep. So like you get like a chocolate base on a lot of them or you get some sort of base on it. And then you put like a layer of like use Twix, for example. You got your cookie. Yep. Then you got your caramel. Which way do you like your caramel? If you say left or right, I'm going to smack you. Yeah, left or right. Is it drizzled or is it <laughs> what are the two <laughs> different methods of adding I'm the caramel? reach through this phone call and smack <laughs> you in the face because while that is brilliant marketing, it annoys the crap out of me. Rumor has it there is a difference between left and right Twix. I, it's garbage. There's no other One not. has a thinner cookie and more caramel. It's BS. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic marketing scheme. Oh, it's it's great. Like to the point where they even label left and right Twix on individuals is the funniest thing to oh, me. Fantastic. Either way, side rant. Anyway, it's usually done in layers. And then the whole thing is covered in chocolate. Look at a Snickers. It's kind of got the same thing going on. You look at a Milky Way, same thing. You look, it's done in layers. Toblerone is not. It's a mixed batch molded out. It's chocolate yep. with some stuff in it. Right. It's no different than a... Hershey bar with almonds in it. Yep. It's no different than like a symphony bar. It's all the same thing. Yeah. Or a fancy chocolate bar that's got chunks of peppermint in it or mm -hmm. those are chocolate bars. Those are not candy. But yeah. you also can't say ratio because I was actually thinking about this earlier. It's not necessarily a ratio because if you think about uh, chocolate covered caramels, I wouldn't consider those a candy. 
But if you think about it, it's way more caramel usually than chocolate. Mm -hmm. But I think it has to do with not necessarily ratios, but the diversity of ingredients. Yeah, and it's a it's a thing. It's like when you talk about candy in a traditional sense, like you go back to what this podcast is called, hard crack. Like to make a sugar candy is a different process than making chocolate. Yep. And predominantly what a lot of things we talk about are like sugar candies. Things that are cooked. Like almost everything we've talked about is either cooked or prepared in some sort of way yep. and it's predominantly sugar-based. The first ingredient on this is not sugar. Milk chocolate. It's milk chocolate. Yeah. I'm not against chocolate bars. That's a it's a nitpicky it's a nitpicky thing. Chocolate bars are not candy. <laughs> Doing one right now, and it's the first chocolate thing we've done that's just chocolate because it's really good. <laughs> and it's unique. You, yes, nougat is around, but the, the the Toblerone is a very standout bar. Or triangle, as it were. <laughs> in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Packaging, the shape, the, the delivery, you know, it's... You look at most chocolate bars and it's a rectangle wrapped in paper and foil. Yeah, it almost feels fancier. It does. And it costs more. <laughs> it does. Especially the freaking giant <laughs> one that's cost $9. <laughs> I've spent more on that Toblerone than I have spent on most things on this podcast. Yep. Like, okay, I was talking about like my ridiculous pile of candy that I bought for Halloween, which I still have a lot of and will probably have until like March. I spent twice as much on that as I did <laughs> on this thing. And that was like nine pounds of candy. There you go. And this thing is like not even a pound. <laughs> So it is expensive, but so I got the uh, the the light blue one. So the Toblerone is typically like a tan color, yellow. It's a yellow. It's a yellow and red <clears throat> with a red logo. When like everything else is like in a brown, soft yellow color. Yeah, soft yellow, gold outline, red lettering. Mm -hmm. uh, the one I got is a is a light blue, gold outlining on red letters. But it's Swiss milk chocolate with salted caramelized almonds and the honey and almond nougat. Uh, yeah, and I did find that one, but I didn't buy it. Have you ever had any of the other types of Toblerones? Because I never have. No. I've only ever had the basic, the, the, the classic. Only ever had the basic. That's why I wasn't too upset about buying this one. Mm -hmm. But after having it, to me, uh, the salted caramelized almonds don't really change much because there already is almonds in the original. Mm -hmm. So this just seems like a little bit more of an almond forward. Yeah, more emphasis on the almond than the nougat and then yeah. the, yeah, that would make sense. There's still plenty of chunks of nougat in it. Uh, I just feel like I'm finding a little bit more chunks of almond than you used to. Yeah. But I can't tell that they're caramelized. I can't tell that they're salted. I really love salted chocolate, but um, can't really tell. So it just seems like there's bigger chunks of almond in this. So if you want something a little more almond forward, they all have almond. But if you want something almond forward, the light blue might be your option. Yeah. What else do they have? They've got a couple different ones. Apparently, you can get some filled ones. Yeah, I've seen that or I saw a mention of that. I've never um, heard of it. They have a. Is it a white chocolate one? Yeah, white chocolate. Um, they've had. Uh, one they called the snow tops, where the tips are white chocolate. Oh, that's neat. So like the tips of the triangles would be in white chocolate, kind of like a snow-capped mountain. Yeah. They've come out with a couple, you know, over the years. Um, What's the black one? I've seen the black one in stores, but I've never bought one. That's oh, a dark chocolate one. 
Swiss dark chocolate with almond nut. I wonder if mom would like that. Yeah. Because she, she loves dark chocolate. So, yeah. They do make a couple different variants, but usually what you're going to find is the classic. Yeah. Well, that's the only one I've ever had. Maybe not right now. Oh. Hold on a second. What's it? What's this? What's it? I just ran into a bigger chunk of almond. Mm hmm. And it's definitely different. Yeah. So it's not like the same almond. Yeah. You know those almonds that are like sugar coated, caramelized, mm-hmm. like those ones? It's the salted ones, like they said on the label. Yeah, but it's definitely one of those. Like, well, the caramelized, it's got that thin, mm, okay. caramel, like the thin sugar coating that kind of is crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just found a piece that had that in it. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe half an almond. So they're still broken up. They're not solid chunks of almond. So does it have the normal almond nougat yep. and that yep. then? Okay. Yep. So does that change what you thought of it? Um, No, it's still just very almond forward. doesn't change the flavor too much. But I did notice because of the way I eat it. If you just like chewed it up, mm-hmm. you might not notice. But since, you know, we talked about I like to melt all the chocolate and leave the bits behind and then eat the bits Mm -hmm. that's that's the only reason i feel like i noticed it yeah not bad yeah i would still prefer the original so you want to rate them then rating him buy it eat it trash it buy it eat it trash it these aren't going in the trash everybody knows that no not at all no 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 but is it a buy it that's the question so if i'm craving chocolate yeah which is what this predominantly is. It's a chocolate bar, not... It's a chocolate bar. It's not a candy. So if I'm craving chocolate and I see a Toblerone, chances are high I might buy one. Yep. But caveat on that, which is like my favorite thing to do with buy-its at this point, is like Mm -hmm. caveat. One, I very rarely specifically buy chocolate. Right. Two, you don't always see it. Three, if there's a Milka bar near it, I'll buy Milka first. (laughs) Milka over this all day long? But... That being said, Toblerone is a very, well, supply shortages aside. Yeah. Toblerone is a very accessible Swiss chocolate. Yes. Yes. Which is not always the case in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So it's a buy it in specific situations for me. So if right now, supply chain um, aside, if you wanted to go buy a chocolate bar, like right now you're like, I'm leaving my house. I'm going to go buy a chocolate bar. Where are you going? What are you getting? Right now, supply issues aside. Yep. Would it be a Toblerone? It could be. That's up there. Yeah. Like I said, it depends on what's available. Because I'm, I'm going to go for Swiss chocolate more than anything else. Yeah. And which is why Toblerone is like high on the list. Because like if the options are like, here, you can get a Hershey's bar, a Dove bar, or Swiss. Or Toblerone. I'm going to get a Toblerone. Yeah. So it's pretty high up there. But if the options are like a bunch of other ones, like I get a Milka like strawberry bar... Like, that's what the chocolate with the strawberry. I'm probably going to buy that instead. Right. Which is, like, what I got when we went to Buford Highway. Yeah. But as I said, I'm not a huge, like, just pure straight chocolate person. Yeah. So it's not necessarily high on my list of, like, I want a candy. I want chocolate. I'm more likely to get chocolate ice cream than I am to get straight up chocolate. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Publix discontinued their triple chocolate. Sad day. It was a chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunks and chocolate fudge. You know what you can do? Hmm. Learn how to make it yourself. Well, 
chocolate ice cream is if not that hard. If I'm going to learn how to make it, I'm going to be making the chocolate myself using that big fat book you bought me. There you go. Problem is I want to do it right. And that's like a grand in equipment. <laughs> <laughs> nah, start small, man. Nah, I got to get like a, I got to get a, a grinder to grind up my cocoa nibs and. Just get a coffee grinder, man. Get a, just get a burless one or a bird one. Which one's good? I don't remember. I'm not a coffee snob. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a chocolatier video uh, or I watched a YouTube video of a Toblerone chocolatier making a Toblerone bar. Like by scratch rather than like in a factory because yeah. you know that's how it's actually made. Right. They were trying to like slow it down so you could see the process. And she did it all on a countertop. So you can make chocolate without equipment. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Go get yourself a good bird. I think it's bird. Hold on. She used a pestle. No. Ground them up go. that way. So I might I might venture into making chocolate. Find yourself a, a nice, I don't know, wooden thingy. Grab a bowl. Yeah, she poor man's mortar and pestle. She roasted her coffee beans in a frying pan, on a on a burner. Hey, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I might venture into it. I mean, I bought you that book years ago. Yeah, I've read it a couple of times. Should I buy you another candy one for Christmas? Sure. Do you want books for Christmas? You can go look at my wish list. Oh, I was going <laughs> to buy you a bunch of books. A bunch of them. Yeah, five books in a series. All five of them. It depends on if it's a series I own or not. You won't own it. Okay. Sure. I enjoyed the read, so. Is it Shadow and Bone? No. I did enjoy oh. the read on that, though. Don't buy me that. No, it's uh, the Children of Titan series. Oh, yeah. You told me that one. It was good. It was really good. And there's five of them. Yeah. You told me about that. I don't remember much about it, so maybe. Yeah. Well, am I going to buy a Toblerone? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, not a trash it. N- probably not a buy it. Yeah. Okay. The reason it's not a buy it, even though I do buy one probably once a year at least. Because of stocking stuffer? For stocking stuffers. Do you stuff your own stocking with it or you could buy it for someone else? I usually buy them for other people. Because, you know, <laughs> okay. like you're going through the aisle and you see all the different things. You're like, oh, Toblerones are long. You know, they, they fit nice in a stocking. Oh, oh my, my, my full philosophy is like it's slowly morphing and I'm buying everyone food for Christmas, even for their gifts. Food? Yeah. Why not? Uh, like, I mean, I buy, I always buy dad food. Yeah. Get them like a, like a summer sausage and cheese platter oh, yeah. type thing. Easy. He's easy. He loves those things. Yeah. But at the same time, I always do that for stockings too. Like I haven't put actually anything that's not edible in a stocking in who knows how long. Yeah. And I think it helps with the consumption. Like I, I, I'm starting to get a little bit like conscious of like junk. Do I really need to buy this crap for someone for Christmas? Like, so like last year I bought Jamin's socks. Nice. And he loved them. Somebody's got to get socks. Well, he went and bought a bunch more, and Amanda's mad about it because they're like they have left and right, so she's got to like actually pay attention to them in the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Toblerone's not a buy it for me. It's a stocking stuffer buy it. It's a stocking <laughs> stuffer buy it. But the reason it's not a buy it is because the same reason for you. I'm not huge on chocolate. Yeah. When I'm looking for sweets, I don't typically go out and look for a chocolate bar. Now, if I was buying chocolate high up on my list. So, yeah. Very so high. So it's kind of the same reason for me. But I just don't typically go for chocolate. Uh, I do love the nougat. If I could find something that had this nougat in it in a in a 
larger quantity, that would be awesome. Yeah, if it was like a here's our nougat and chocolate thing, not chocolate yeah, and nougat, like a, I, it might go way higher. Like a dove shape where it's like a big chunk of nougat coated in chocolate, something like that. Yeah, oh, I'd, I'd be, be all, all over, over that. All over it. Give me some Toblerone bites that is mostly nougat yeah. with some chocolate around it. Like, I'd be like, on that. Uh, or like raisinets where it's yeah. big chunks of nougat rolled in chocolate. And like a little bite, like, oh, that'd be so good. Then I'd be like 100% in the buy it category. But since it's mostly chocolate. Yeah, I just don't typically buy a lot of chocolate. Yeah. And when we do, we typically don't chastise me. We typically buy the like single serving Hershey's, the little, um, I don't know, what is it? Like three or four pieces. They're in a little rectangle. Okay, yeah, 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 usually yeah. get like six in a box. Yep. And the reason we get those is because when we buy chocolate, we're typically buying it for s'mores. And those are really convenient because it's one mm-hmm. pack per s'more. Break it in half, you get four pieces. And then yep. usually we'll have leftovers, so there's just a couple of those lying around. So if you want chocolate, that's what we have. Uh, if Toblerone made those little squares. Oh, I'm tempted to try a, a s'more with Toblerone triangle in it. I have made s'mores with, um, is it Ghirardelli's who makes yeah, all the squares? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can get all the different flavors. Oh, I've you done can... that with a ton of them. Yeah. The, so, the, the raspberry one is so stinking yeah. good in a s'more, if you're yeah. a s'more person. Or, or I, now, uh, now I'm, I'm going to try a Toblerone, Toblerone s'more? s'more. Yeah, I'm going to try that. You're going to try a Toblerone s'more with a, with a circus peanut? <laughs> no, I'm going skip to the, skip, the, skip the circus peanut. Or a peep? Toblerone peeps more. So hey, we didn't talk about it, but all the random peeps I had yeah. left over, the kids with uh, mom and dad, or as they call them, Mama and Popeye, they they, to- they toasted a bunch of nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So not a buy it for me, but uh, I do buy them all the time, mainly for stockings. And if I get one in my stocking, I'm not going to complain, and I'm going to go for that nougat inside. Would you complain if it was one this big that took up half your stocking? Mm, not necessarily, <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I I slacked again this year, so maybe next year, but I'm abandoning stockings. You're abandoning it? Yeah. Good for you. Uh, well, we're, we're kind of good for me. Consumerism, man. Just get them one little present. No, we're going to hang the stockings. Are you going to do the treasure chest thing? Yeah. So nice. the stockings are going to be traditionally for food. As they traditionally yeah, were. You know, candies. Stick and, you know, an orange in it. Go real traditional. Put some citrus in there. Yeah. Candies, <laughs> uh, Slim Jims, beef jerkies, you know, just. Don't stick Slim Jims in my stocking. I'll throw them at you. Oh, loves Slim Jims in her stocking. Okay. I'm going to put Slim Jims in her stocking then. So that's what the stockings are going to traditionally be before. And then we're going to switch over to treasure chests. You're going to steal Easter? Yeah. We're going to do little treasure boxes that the, the knickknacks can go in. Because Liz loves buying me knickknacks. Zip ties and uh, duct tape rolls. Little useful things that you'll, you'll, you use throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, bo- a bottle of like, of like goof off or you know stuff like that. Velcro strips. Mm-hmm. Weird little, like, like I have one right here, little uh, cable ties that are wire. You can like twist. She mm-hmm. just buys me all those kinds of weird small stuff. And those are going to go into the treasure chest. But the point of the treasure chest is they're locked and the kids have to find the keys. It's for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. yeah the kids have to find the key in the morning to give mom and dad a break. <laughs> they can go hunt for the key, unlock their chest, call it a day.
So do nice. it. Do it this year. Probably won't happen this year. Uh, but come on, no, do it. You already talked about it. I only got like a month left to do it. How long does it take to do build a stinging little treasure chest? They gotta be cool. <laughs> Have a oh, hey, no, don't make it cool. How how old's Knox? He's he's eight. eight. Yeah. How old's Audrey? She's four. Yeah. Build the chest. Just go a basic one. Even if they don't build them, go to like stinking Michaels and buy one and put a lock on it, and let the kids decorate them. There you go. Like it can be their chest, and then if they don't like it. In a, two years, sand it off, paint it, decorate it again. Yeah, might be an idea there. Go for it. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Because then they get to do something like, and maybe you could just even do it every year. Yeah. Like, redecorate their box for that year if they want to. And then in 20 years, they're going to be like ginormous with <laughs> they'll, 15 they'll layers have an of paint. Painter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the time they graduate high school, they got a keepsake box that's got all kinds of layers on it. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think you should let them decorate it because that, that would give them something like other Christmassy thing to do. Yeah. Kind of like carving pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Making our own traditions. So that's Toblerone. Yeah. So I would say if you haven't had one, go out and try it. But uh, Buy one, but I don't think you're going to find one. Good luck. Not in the store anyway. Maybe online, but. In in stores, good luck. And don't blame the president for it. You don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I hate it. People are like, the president's fault. The gas went up. No, it's not. OPEC decided they're not producing more gas, so the price went up. Yep. The president cannot make OPEC produce gas. That's why OPEC formed yep. in the first place. And that was 70 <laughs> years ago. It's just like everything that goes wrong, blame the president who has like no control over most of this garbage. Yeah, the global supply chain shortage, but somehow it's the United States president's fault. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm sure people in <laughs> France are blaming Joe Biden because they can't get freaking whatever. It's just so stupid. Yeah. So hopefully we don't have a supply issue on the next one, though, and I don't think we will. Probably not. Especially considering we can both buy them in person. Yeah. So what is it? So there there was a supply chain issue with these. No longer. I got Testament eyeballs right here. I've seen them in stores all over the place. There was a supply train issue. Supply train? Because they stopped supplying them. Yeah, it's because the company stopped making them. (laughs) (laughs) But they're back. And we've talked about them before. It's been a while. It's been a while since we mentioned them, but we're finally doing it. So in two weeks, come join us in our New England adventure. Yes. So what are we talking about? Neko. Yes, Neko wafers. It's going to be good. This was actually the candy that inspired the podcast. Yes, it was, because there's a whole lot mm-hmm. to it. This was the candy that inspired the podcast, and we're just now getting to it. Yeah, we're doing it. Like, we could have done it for, like, our one-year thing. Yeah. But for some reason, we did just slot it in. Whatever. Might as Neko well. Wafers. Neko wafer. You said you wanted to slot it in because of how it's going to work out. With the seasons. Yeah, and I did mention that. We could talk about that on the episode as to why. I, th- I thought about that after I yeah. said it. I was like, oh, that's why. But I'm not going to say that yet. There's a reason we're doing it now and not waiting on yeah. the one year. And we'll talk about that in two weeks when we talk about Neko's. Yeah, well, so we'll see you then. Oh, social medias? Uh, Instagram, yeah, Twitter. Check out all that stuff. Email, all that stuff. Yep. Hard Track Podcast on Instagram. Linden Aho, Leighton Aho on Twitter. If you need the details, just go listen to another podcast. <laughs> listen to the end you'll hear it all on that one <laughs> yeah 
I don't think that's how marketing works, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not a marketer. I'm not a social media influencer. I'm just a dude talking about candy. Yeah. So till next time, see you in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.